Good morning and welcome to this podcast on the Saturday morning for the 4th of September. Uh, this is the first podcast of autumn. Um, I don't know if that fills people with joy. It's a wee bit colder, um, but there's still hopefully a bit of sunshine left in this September. Um, we uh, are um, at a weekend with the normal church services, so we've got the 10 o'clock and the 8 o'clock. Both on YouTube, the 10 o'clock on Zoom, recordings on YouTube later if wished, and um, in service live with the choir on Sunday morning. Um, Paul is taking both services. He's taking both services on his own, and I think that might be the first Sunday morning he's been um, running on his own. Martin is is elsewhere. So um, Paul is talking us through, and we are celebrating the um, Feast for Mary, uh, patron saint. So it's our patronal festival, 10 o'clock, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock on Sunday. I don't think there's any of the services later on the Sunday. There's a 5 o'clock prayer meeting on Zoom. There's a 9 o'clock Compline, the deanery Compline on Zoom. Um, so, yeah, all those details should be on the website. Um, have a look and see what else there is. Anything that I've missed from the website, Gillian? Yep. So um, we have got a saint from the year 650, and the name is Byronus, Byronus, not sure. Tell us about Byronus. Born in the mid-6th century, probably of northern European origin. Can you tell I'm reading this? But he became a priest in Rome, and he was called to serve as a missionary, but consecrated bishop and sent to Britain by the Pope. He intended to evangelise inland where no Christian had been before, but arriving in Wessex in 64, he found such prevalent idolatry that he looked no further to begin work. One of his early converts was King Poosinagils, and thereafter he gained much support in his mission, as well as the town of Dorchester for his see. He died in about the year 650, having earned the title Apostle of the West Saxons. So there you go. So he was the Bishop of Dorchester. What does Oxen? Is that in the Diocese of Oxford? Is Oxen Oxenbridge? No, not Oxen. really. I don't okay. think so. Apostle of Wessex, 650. Great. Well, we begin this weekend with worship and prayer. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouths shall proclaim your praise. Blessed are you, sovereign God, creator of all. To you be glory and praise forever. You founded the earth in the beginning. And the heavens are the work of your hands. In the fullness of time, you made us in your image. And in these last days, you have spoken to us in your son, Jesus Christ, the word made flesh. We rejoice in the gifts of your presence among us. Let the light of your love always shine in our hearts. Your spirits ever renew our lives and your praises ever be on our lips. Blessed be God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. O God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints uh, for you as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, 
and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed, and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Hmm. Oh, it's quite a long psalm. Psalm 147. Shall we share it? Hmm. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. Hallelujah. How good it is to make music for our God. How joyful to honour him with praise. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up all their wounds. He counts the number of the stars and calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His wisdom is beyond all telling. The Lord lifts up the poor but casts down the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God upon the lyre. Who covers the heavens with clouds and prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass to grow upon the mountains and green plants to serve our needs. He gives the beasts their food and the young ravens when they cry. He takes no pleasure in the power of a horse, nor delight in human strength. But the Lord delights in those who fear him who put their trust in his steadfast love. Sing to the, sing praise to the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates and has blessed your children within you. He has established peace in your borders and satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends forth his command to the earth and his word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool and scatters the hoarfrost like ashes. He casts down his hailstones like morsels of bread. Who can endure his frost? He sends forth his word and he melts them. He blows with his wind and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and judgments to Israel. He has not dealt with so many other nations. They do not know his law. Alleluia. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. Compassionate God, as you know each star you have created, so you know the secrets of every heart. In your loving mercy, bring to your table all who are fearful and broken, all who are wounded and needy, that our hungers may be satisfied in the city of your peace, through Jesus Christ, who is our peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Well, we have a reading from Proverbs, chapter 31. And, oh, it talks about you. Yeah, right. <laughs> A capable wife 
who can find? Not here. <laughs> she is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and tasks for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff, and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all her household are clothed in crimson. She makes herself coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the city gates, taking his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies the merchant with sashes. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with, with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her happy, her husband too, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a share in the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her. In the city gates. What did you think of that? Yeah, I, I've read it. It's it's quite a well-known passage, um, but just reading again, I'm struck once again in that passage. This woman, in building her up so much, she does everything, <laughs> and the bloke sits at the city gates, um, whereas she's doing everything: the housework, the the uh, dress work, the the grain, she's out in the field, she's planting vineyards, she's working during the day, she's working at night. Uh, what's he doing? <laughs> anyway. He's enjoying the fruits of her labours, my well, friend. it's a grand wife. I Gosh. think this was read at my mum's funeral service, I think. It may well have been because of that um, reference to needlework and the, the, the no, material stuff. it was stuff. just a dedication to supporting, you know. Yep. Being well, a supportive wife type thing. Indeed. I'm not sure there were certain things in there, but, you know. Anyway, there we go. Mm -hmm. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children. So I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Welcome to BCP Morning Sorry. Prayer. We've had, it's because of the church music we were singing yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Thus says our God, 
I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Do you want to add a few more of these and those in there? If thee wishes. <laughs> Mark 9, 30-37. It's been a long day. They went on from there and passed through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him. And three days after being killed, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying, and they were afraid to ask him. Then they went to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? They were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. Interesting, he doesn't tell you if it's a boy or a girl child. No. It's just a child. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He's raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. We begin this Saturday with prayer. And we pray for children. We pray for children about to go back to school. Pray for those youngsters enjoying the fair in Richmond over these last few days. For those enjoying the last few days of holiday before they go back, we pray for a good term. That they quickly return into good and healthy routines. That they settled quickly into education into we pray useful education pray for their safety and their health yes always physical health but for so many youngsters uh, mental health that this will be fully restored quickly 
and they can get on with undisrupted lives. We think in our reading today of Jesus quite famously illustrating um, the value of uh, children. He does it here and elsewhere. Um, he tells us off when we try and be superior to others or we even think amongst ourselves, well, I'm I'm not a certain type of person. I'm, I'm proud to be better in different ways and it's good to wish to be better, but he gives us illustration of a child and the honesty of a child and uh, the welcome we should have for children. We pray for institutions, including our own church, blighted by cases in which children have not been kept safe. We pray for youngsters, many of them adults, affected and changed. We pray for those working with safeguarding in churches and schools. And we pray for those who seek to damage others who find a way of justifying such damaging behavior. We give thanks for the hope of children, the future, the enthusiasm, the brightness, the keenness to be open to different ideas. We pray that we may learn from them and pray also that our young people will respect experience and listen and learn. We pray in our town this morning for those in business, that they will prosper and serve. For those working throughout this last night, for those up early in the marketplace, for those working long hours today. We pray also for those resting, if not today, then tomorrow or sometime soon from their labours, that there is a just reward for the labours of all people in this country and elsewhere. We pray for leaders throughout the world that they may govern wisely and effectively, to follow your ways and to seek the common good. We pray for armies throughout the world, those with weapons, those who represent us, that their work brings lasting peace and prosperity. And we pray that all violence is challenged as to whether it is necessary. And we pray that damaging violence and behaviour is stopped. We pray for wise judgment in our own lives, that we are mindful of you as you are mindful of us, that we may think your thoughts, say your words, and do your deeds today. And so may we have peace and may we bring peace. Almighty God, who called your church to bear witness that you were in Christ reconciling the world to yourself, help us to proclaim the good news of your love, that all who hear it may be drawn to you, through him who was lifted up on the cross and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So, it, uh, no, wrong one, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray.
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.